2: Happy Monday to you, welcome into the program A brand new day, a brand new week And I hope you had a great weekend um, I did, I did a lot, had a lot of work to do this weekend But also I got, uh, got some time to relax a little bit as well So that was good uh, I will update you with everything that happened On my paranormal investigation of the Nineteen twenty-seven Wing School and the sixteen seventy-five Hoxie House, as part of our Spirits of Sandwich event that we did on Friday night, and it was a it was a really really good event. I mean, you always worry a little bit when it's a place that nobody has ever done before, and you think to yourself, "I hope that there is uh, some activity going on. I hope that there is something happening so that we can, you know, continue telling the story of this location." But it's not always a guarantee, of course, Uh, we had lots of things going on and we had people who had amazing experiences. So very, very excited about what the future holds if we get to go back to those places again. But uh, even if we don't, at least we were able to get in there once and kind of help tell those stories a little bit. So we'll talk about that. We'll also be joined later on in the program. Uh, In the 7 o'clock hour, by Manny, the money man Resendiz of Euclid Financial Services. He's going to be joining us for his weekly appearance on Money Monday. I'm sorry, his monthly appearance on Money Monday. Don't want to make Manny have to come in every Monday. That'd be a lot to ask. Uh, But he'll be joining us. We'll be talking about things like Social Security, keeping up with inflation, and how all of that can affect when you want to retire. And then in the 8 o'clock hour, we'll be joined by Jax Blaine of New Bedford Light. Uh, Of course, there's more news on the front of the Star Store, and, uh, and Jack has been following that, as well as Colin Hogan over there, so we will discuss that as well. Right now, though, there's a caller on the line, 508-996-0500. That's the number to call in and chime in. Good morning. You were on WBSM.
1: Morning. Well, I got nothing to chime in about except that nothing's coming over through the app. I can't hear it, nothing.
2: Uh, it's probably because we had to stop and take a break, so because the break went out of order, it'll probably take a little while before it kicks in.
1: All right. I I closed the app down. I'm like, maybe it's my phone. It's nothing. I can't
2: hear nothing. No, we had to take a stop set out of order because of an issue with the news. So that kind of throws things off. So it might take a little while to buffer and catch up.
1: All right. I'll let you get back to it. All All right. right.
2: Later. on. Right. And uh, if you want to call in or send an app chat message or send in an open line voicemail on the app, you can do that. Uh, congratulations to everybody that won as part of Win Trump's Money. Uh, They're still, I don't think they pulled the grand prize winner yet. So you still have hope for that. But if you didn't win one of the $100 grand prize, uh, $100 hourly prizes, don't worry, you're still in the running for the $30,000 grand prize. And uh, I believe they'll be pulling that if not today, sometime this week. They just, you know, they got to get they got to get Radio Air quotes Donald Trump into the room to reach into the Ping-pong balls with everybody's name on it. I don't know. That's not really how it's going to work. Uh, But also, we have some other contests that will be coming your way, including a little bit later on today, we're going to be giving away a pair of tickets to an event coming up for the YMCA. So we want to make sure that we, uh, we give you every opportunity we can to be able to win tickets and the opportunity to go to different events because, again... Here uh, at WBSM and here on the radio, winning things is part of it, right? Isn't that supposed to be why you listen to the radio? Not just to get all the news and information and talk and to be able to chime in and discuss different things, but also because you want to be able to win things and get things for free. And that's something that I want to do because it's something that we have always been known for in the radio business. Maybe WBSM hasn't done it as much, but that's because there's nobody that wanted to take the reins and say, I'll oversee all that. But I'm willing to do that for you. And a little bit later on today, we'll be giving away tickets to Corks and Forks. It's a wine and beer tasting that's happening on Thursday, October 19th at the Narrows in Fall River. It benefits the YMCA South Coast. Uh, it is a 21 plus event. So I just ask that if you uh, if you call to win the tickets, that you be over 21 years of age and that you know you're going to have to... Bring a person with you that's over 21. Uh, but we will be giving away those tickets later on this morning. You'll enjoy beer and wine, live music from the quarries, savory and sweet food samplings from local restaurants. Plus, they'll have amazing raffle prizes and more. So this is a $100 value, the tickets that we are giving away. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that. We'll give that away a little bit later on this morning. and uh, And again, too, if you haven't already downloaded the WBSM app, please do as uh as john said it's uh, it's going to take a little while to catch up because you know we we had to throw things off when i went and played the music uh played the the uh open and i played the old recorded news instead basically that just kicks everything off on the app for the next segment and then it'll kick back in when the next segment tells it to start again it's just the unfortunate technology of uh, how that works all of the great things that our technology can do is awesome but then sometimes Somebody like me comes in and monkeys around and screws it up. So, so what happened on sand, uh, in Sandwich? Well, let me tell you, first of all, could not have had more accommodating hosts with the Sandwich Chamber of Commerce, with the Hoxie House, with the folks that work over at the Wing School. Uh, we had more access than I thought we were going to have to the Wing School. So we were able to go into other parts of the building, which was helpful when we had, you know, we had probably about 50 people who came and took part in this. And then we would have 10 people at a time. Actually, I think it was 13 because it was Friday the 13th. So I think we went with 13 people, 13 people at a time that would go over to the Hoxie house. So we still had like around 40 people poking around the school. And, you know, it's a big school, but you still want to have some distance between you. So I went over with the first group to investigate the Hoxie house. And uh, just basically because we, there had been some confusion about what we could do over there. So I wanted to go over there and kind of meet the docent and set the ground rules of what we can do and what we can't do. And over there, we had some really interesting activity. We got some interaction with our K2 meter um, with a flashlight being turned on and off and some direct answers to questions with the app that I use called EchoVox. And so we had those working pretty well. Uh, Someone was using dowsing rods. We were trying to use some old school stuff because we're dealing with a place from 1675. But interestingly, you would think with all of that history that we would get some of the older residents of the home or some of the people associated with the property going back hundreds of years. But really, I think what we got was a former docent or caretaker or somebody who was associated with it after it became a museum in 1959. Which was also pretty interesting because you've got somebody who obviously put a lot of time and love and energy into that place communicating with you. So that was, that was very special. And then when we went back over to the school, now this is my former school. I went to sixth grade in this school for a couple of months. I think from September of 89 until February or March of 1990 when they moved us over to the new schools that had opened. And I always knew it was a creepy school. What I didn't know is that about half of the people that attended this event on Friday night had gone to school there at one time or another. Including some who went to school there for many, many, many years. And so they were all excited to get the chance to poke around because everybody was telling stories about how when they went to school there, they felt like there was something going on. And we had lots of things going on. We had shadow people, which... If you've never experienced a shadow person, it's kind of mind-blowing to see. It's a shadow that is moving around that is not the shadow of anybody in the room. Especially when you're in the pitch black and you're seeing these shadows move around. Now, do I think that they are necessarily, you know, intelligent beings unto themselves? Um, In some cases, yeah. I've actually shaken hands with one before. I know. It sounds weird, but it's true. And then... There's also, I think, a lot of residual energy that just kind of plays out as those shadows. That if we were paying attention and zoomed in, we might see them more often, like, in the daylight or in, with the lights on. But for some reason, when we turn the lights off and become more tuned into it, we can kind of get ourselves into that mode a little bit more. So I think some of it might have been, you know, direct response, though, to what we were doing. Because we realized that this building that we were in is from 1927. It's probably where they held school dances and different performances because there's a stage in my former classroom. My my former classroom was an auditorium that was split in two with a curtain. And so we played some 1920s music and we got these shadow figures that people could clearly see dancing. Or at least moving around in circles. Now we also had this weird anomalous thing going on where this is, what we, this, is, this is where the debunking part of things comes into play because we were standing at one end of the room and at the other end of the room, there was nobody down there so we could watch for these shadows. And we're talking about a big auditorium room, like a gym, like a school gym size. And we had what we thought was a flashlight at the other end of the room underneath an exit sign that was over by exterior doors that was being turned on on its own. It would light up white and it would light up red. And one of the investigators there said, I put a flashlight down there, but it's, it's not, it doesn't have a red light. It's only a white light, just a mini mag light. And so we said, oh, well, that's really weird. Well, when we went down there and we went to go, because we were going to leave the room, we went to go pick up the equipment. Her mini mag light was not in the position where we were seeing these lights. We're like, so what are these lights? They were just appearing out of nowhere. And so we went back to the other side of the room and we watched a little bit. And it took a little bit, but somebody in the room finally figured out what was going on. The doorway there is a that goes to the outside, the weather stripping was missing at just the bottom of it, just enough that the weather stripping that was missing was allowing us cars were driving by, we would see the white light of the headlights and then the red light of the taillight as they went by. So these white and red lights that we were seeing were really just these little tiny slivers of light coming from cars outside. And then we waited and watched as a few cars drove by and were able to verify that that's what it was. So you've got to you've got to figure some of that into what you're doing, surely. But then we had other things that were happening where um well I think one of my favorite things was we went into a classroom and there was all kinds of stuff happening outside. People had caught cotton people had captured uh, on camera, these faces and these shadows that shouldn't have been there. And as we were all sitting in this room, we were getting direct response. And we were using something called the SDS method, which, you know, long story short, it uses a device for spirits to supposedly speak to you and a person will wear noise-canceling headphones and will repeat what it is that they're hearing when they can't hear the questions that are being asked in the rest of the room. They're just repeating what's coming through the device. And not analyzing it, just saying what they're hearing, and then everybody else is asking questions. And um, Andrew Lake, my friend, who comes and does a lot of these investigations with us, he had asked earlier if his father, who had passed away a few years ago, might come through, or his or his mother, or you know, both of them, just just to try to say hello. And as we were doing this session, it came through really quickly with art. And then pop right after it. And Andrew Lake's father was Art Lake, the WJAR meteorologist. So that was a pretty emotional moment to have him, you know, just say hello in that way. So, and even, even if it wasn't to Andy, it was, and to, and to him, it mattered. So there's that side of things as well. So I was pretty excited. And, and of course, there were tons of personal experiences people were having and being touched and all kinds of things that were happening. So it was a, it was a very successful night and I hope that we get to go back and investigate those places again. The important part, we had some really good pizza, always good when the pizza is good. Uh, So we'll let you know if there's going to be some more things like that. But really, if you were looking for something to do, they're closed for the season now, but if you're looking for something to do that is, historical and interesting and fun head on down to that hoxie house in sandwich and take the tour i think they charge three bucks for the tour or five bucks for the tour and they take you through the house it's a small house but it's probably about a 45 minute to an hour presentation and you get to learn a lot not only about sandwich history but about colonial era history pre-revolutionary history just after the pilgrims history And when else do you get to stand in a place that's so old and looks like it did back in those days? So it's well worth it. Barry is a huge history buff. I was messaging him saying, like, you've got to come and check this place out when they reopen for the season. So uh, maybe he'll go and and maybe he'll encounter some ghosts. Anyway, 508-996-0500. Why don't we take our first break? We'll be back in just a few moments. Um. Helps if I slide the slider up. We're just, we're having a technical nightmare here. I guess uh, maybe I got too much sleep over the weekend, which um, I did spend Friday night at the Daniel Webster Inn in Sandwich and had something strange happen in my room there, which I will tell you about coming up after the news. And we'll do that. That's what we call a tease in the radio business, Ariel. We, We like to just drop it out there and tease people. And then we'll come back and tell them the whole story. But, yes, I did have one strange thing happen in what is supposedly a haunted hotel. So uh, I will share that story with you coming up in just a little bit. But right now it is time to go into the newsroom and get all of the headlines of the day with Ariel Dorsey.
3: America's top diplomat is expected to return to Tel Aviv on Monday to continue a whirlwind diplomatic mission. Secretary of State Antony Blinken made stops in Egypt and Jordan today to urge Arab nations to work together and keep the conflict from expanding. Speaking in Cairo, Blinken said he's making clear the U.S. stands with Israel while calling for additional aid to deal with the humanitarian crisis in Gaza. President Biden is sending condolences to the family of a young Chicago boy killed in what is being called a hate crime. The six-year-old was stabbed over two dozen times on Saturday. His mother was also injured in the attack that authorities say was carried out by the family's landlord. Evidence gathered suggests the family was targeted due to their Islamic faith in the Israel-Hamas war. In a statement issued late Sunday night, Biden said both he and First Lady Jill Biden we're sickened to learn of the brutal murder. A vote for the new Speaker of the House is expected tomorrow. House Democratic Whip Catherine Clark said the vote for pre- Representative Jim Jordan will happen, but it's still unclear if Jordan will gather enough votes to secure the position. While the GOP holds a slight majority in the House, only four votes can be sacrificed to win, with some Republicans firmly against Jordan. Those who lost loved ones in the 2018 Parkland, Florida school shooting believe some good will come from visiting the scene of the tragedy. About 200 people walked through the 1200 building at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School one last time on Saturday before it's demolished next summer. Coming up in the business week ahead, third quarter earnings seasons ramps up. No major economic reports are due for release today, but that changes Tuesday with retail sales data and the Home Builder Confidence Index. Actress Suzanne Summers has died after a long battle with breast cancer. Summers gained instant fam- fame in the mid 70s as Chrissy Snow on the hit comedy Three's Company. Summers died on Sunday, just one day shy of her 77th birthday. Now let's take a look at our local forecast with ABC6. Good to be with you, everybody, on this Monday morning, mostly cloudy star with hit or miss showers. Temperatures in the upper 40s. As we head into the afternoon, clouds will persist with scattered showers. Temperatures in the upper 50s, a few degrees shy of where we should be for this time of year. Slight chance showers overnight tonight with mostly cloudy skies. Temperatures in the upper 40s. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven day forecast. From the ABC Six Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Cecil Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station. 1420 WBSM. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station WBSM and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app.
0: Stream WBSM live crystal clear with one touch the WBSM app.
2: About those bands that came from from Europe in the '90s, people don't mention the Sundays enough. Harriet's voice is one of the one of the best voices of the '90s. I think she eventually retired from music, although it might have made a comeback. But yeah, the Sundays had a couple of hits. They had that. They had a cover of the Rolling Stones' "Wild Horses" that was pretty popular, and they had "Summertime," which is one of my favorite songs, even even when it's not the summertime. So yeah you'll hear some Sundays on this show for sure even though it's monday so what happened when i stayed at the dana webster and first of all i highly recommend staying there it's um it's a nice place like that's i've been there for dinner before multiple times I don't no actually i think i've only been there once for dinner but i'll go back again um but i had never stayed there before and so i i was it was nice enough that the sandwich chamber of commerce was going to put me up for the night after the event and so i was i stayed in the fessenden house which is you know there's there's the main daniel webster inn and then there's the fessenden house and then i think there's another another exterior house another outbuilding and the fessenden house is from 1826 and i stayed in the Reverend Roland Cotton Suite. So it's it was a very nice room. You know, the high four-post bed, I had to actually use the step stool to climb up into. Uh, when I laid down in the bed before the event, I was able to just climb right up. But by the time I got back after, you know, six, seven hours of ghost hunting, I was like, I'm going to just use those steps. But when I walked into the room after the event, I got back at about one o'clock in the morning, maybe just a little bit before. And... Before I had left for the event, I, I took a shower because I had been running around helping to get ready for the event. So I was like, I'm going to take a shower so I'm nice and clean and smell good and heading into being in close proximity to people in the dark all night. And the shower was a walk-in shower with like one of those um, like waterfall type shower heads. And it had heavy glass doors. And after I was done with my shower, I closed the glass doors and I had had one of those, you know how they give you that, that it's not a towel, but it's like a towel, but you lay, it's the mat that you're supposed to lay down outside the shower. So I had that laid down. And when I left, the door to the shower was closed and that mat was laid down because I was waiting, you know, I wanted it to dry out before I took a shower the next day. When I came back into my room... At just about one o'clock in the morning, I heard a noise in the bathroom. And I was like, uh oh. Is someone in my room did like did they give two people the same room? Cause I'd already walked into the into the main the first room of the suite and put down my sweatshirt and some other things I'd brought in. And I'd already gone into the bedroom and turned on the bedroom light. So then I heard over in the bathroom which was like around the corner from the bedroom i heard something in the bathroom and then i was like well maybe it's somebody in the room next door but then i remember that there's a staircase next to the room so i said okay let me let me go into the bathroom and if somebody's in there i apologize but i went into the bathroom and the shower door had opened into the shower and the bath mat was rolled up halfway, the The little towel that I put outside the shower. So I don't know what happened there, but maybe I had a, a ghostly visitor that opened that door. So what I did is I closed the shower door and I walked through the room again and I did everything that I'd kind of done. I opened and closed the door. I tried to do everything I can to recreate that, you know, maybe it's a, a force of air, but it was a very heavy door and I, and, it would have had to have gone, if it was for me closing the door, it would have had to have gone through the first room of the suite, around a corner, down into the bathroom, and then around another corner behind the door to have affected the shower door. I put a little video up on Facebook and on Instagram. but And then when I tried to upload the video, I got all of this like weird pixelation and everything. But... That wasn't anything paranormal. I think that was just that the Wi-Fi wasn't that strong. And so when I went down to eat breakfast in the restaurant, I re-uploaded it and had no problem. So I think it was just that that was a Wi-Fi issue. But I have no explanation as to why the shower door did that, except it's October and I was staying in a haunted place and I had just come back from hanging out with a lot of ghosts. So who knows what it could have been. Tonight I'm going to be in Haverhill at the Haverhill Public Library. I'll be talking about the haunted history of Lizzie Borden. And then I know that that's probably far for a lot of you, but um, it's far for me, but it's worth it to get up there and talk about Lizzie Borden with folks that aren't from this area. And then tomorrow I will be in Norwell at the Norwell Public Library. And I'll be talking about the Bridgewater Triangle. And then on Thursday, I will be at the Randolph Public, well, the Turner Public Library in Randolph uh, presenting Paranormal 101. And that one's really geared toward like teenagers, like kids twelve and up, but anybody can come. Adults can come, but it's you know, it's one of the rare ones that I'm actually focusing on teaching kids something. And then on Saturday at one PM, I'll be at the Westport Public Library and I'll be discussing paranormal properties. How you can buy a haunted house but you can't own the legend. So that'll be uh it'll be Saturday afternoon for those of you who are too freaked out by this stuff to come out at night and hear about it. So hopefully you can come by and see me at one of those places and uh, let me know if you listen to the program and uh and we can we can talk some ghosts. Right now though, we're going to take a break and we'll be back in just a few moments. <clears throat> back in 508-996-0500 that is that other song i mentioned by the sundays summertime and it's not summertime anymore in fact if you were like me if you still had the air conditioners in the windows over the weekend you might have pulled them out uh, i think i took mine out uh, su- saturday evening when i got home and i was like oh it's a little little chilly in here and uh, then i was like oh yeah that's because the air conditioners are still in the window So I took those out and uh, put them away for the season. I didn't put them too far, though. I put them in a closet just in case something happens and I got to pop them back in at some point. But for now, you know, I've got the windows closed. And even then, I was still considering turning on the heat. But I got by with a little space heater in just the room that I was in. And then when it's time for bed, crawled under the covers, and that was good enough. But uh, if you are starting to feel some drafts around your house, it could be that even with the windows closed, your windows are still letting in some of that cold air. That's because they need to be replaced. Or maybe maybe your entryway doors are no longer hanging correctly or they need new weather stripping. Maybe maybe it's even coming in from your roof because you've got some holes in your roof or some, some places where it's coming apart at the seams. No matter what it might be, call Precision Window and Kitchen in New Bedford. They can take a look at it. They can get it going. They can make it so that your home is as energy efficient as it can be. Why would you want to let... The, the warm air out in the winter, and why would you want to let the cold air out in the summer? That's just throwing money out the window, literally. So if Precision Window and Kitchen can come and replace those windows or your roof or anything else that might be causing some of those issues, well, that's going to save you money. Not only that, it's going to better protect your family and better protect your investment, all that money that you've spent on your home. So give them a call, or you can stop by their showroom at 1111 Acushnet Avenue, stop in and talk with them, and they can show you some of the materials they'll use, or go on their website, precisionwindowandkitchen.com, and you can see some of the work that they've done and sign up to get a free estimate. They will come down, they will take a look at the job, and they will tell you exactly how much it'll run you to get it taken care of with no obligation. So precisionwindowandkitchen.com or stop by and see them in their showroom at 1111 at Cushion Avenue in New Bedford. Let's go to the phones, uh, 508-996-0500. Good morning, you're on WBSM.
1: Hi, good morning. How are you? Uh, You know, doing my due diligence. I I just want to get us so that uh, we can help our Haitian friends. You know the Haitian government is under uh, sanctions just as strong... As uh, I ran, just as strong as I ran. Yeah, and for basically the same reason. So bringing all these Haitians into the Massachusetts and everything, we should really vet them. They might be a terror cell or something in time. We don't know about. Because uh, there's a, I didn't realize that uh, the Haitians are very political minded. Uh, they got you know. But anyway, that isn't why I call. Uh, you got to help people before we uh, start tearing them up. Don't even know them. But the governor should put a $2 tax on cigarettes by the pack, And that money should travel. The revenue should be thrown in with helping finance the $45 million a month. Um, I also think a $2 tax on liquor also. And maybe maybe uh, in gambling, start up a couple of lottery games. And the governor goes into this emergency situation uh, outside of the regular lottery. Uh, you know, you do this all sin taxes, uh and it ain't gonna hurt nobody except the sinners. So uh you know, it's a way to generate revenue to get us through this.
2: I don't know. I think I think some smokers might uh be opposed to that plan.
1: Well that's too bad. It's a bad habit that gives you cancer, it runs up medical costs. I think people gotta smart enough. It's about lifestyle. I just want these people to have a better lifestyle than I'm living today. Because I'm one of those uh, nothing to show for people after 50 years of work and two jobs, smokers and a veteran and everything. I want them, I want these patients to have better, to prove that the American dream is still alive. I'm not living it. But I want them to live it with my help. And I think I can help them with these taxes on sin things like alcohol, booze, and gambling. To tax that and give it to Governor Ealy before she becomes an ambassador. I, I think we're helping ourselves.
2: Thank you. All right. Well, thank you for the call. Have a good day. I got to take my next break of the hour. We'll be back in just a few moments. Yeah. Wrestling fans know that that's the entrance music for Westport's own Teddy Goods, who uh, apparently had a very successful event that he put on at Westport High School over the weekend to support his alma mater, and uh, and I, it looks like it had a really good turnout. Uh, from my understanding, I think uh, Dirty Dango, former WWE star Fondango was there, uh, John Cena Sr., the father of the... Man, they are now calling the greatest of all time in WWE, John Cena. And John Cena Sr., I've had the chance to work with him on a couple of shows. He is one of the nicest guys in the world. Uh, And I'm glad that he came down and helped out with uh, raising some money for the Westport High Athletic Boosters. So uh, I'm sorry that I missed the event, but I hear it was really great. Uh, Fun 107 Zone, Gazelle was part of it. So I'm sure you'll see a story coming up uh, with that and some video and all that stuff from Gazelle. One other thing I want to point out is at WBSM.com and on the WBSM app, Barry has an article up today about the passing of Mark Goddard. Uh, I know Suzanne Summers was getting a lot of the headlines yesterday with her passing and just very strange that uh, she passed the day before her birthday, but she had had a reoccurrence of breast cancer. Her family actually was all gathered at her home to celebrate her birthday on Sunday when she passed away on Saturday. But, um... Mark Goddard passed away earlier in the week,
0: and he was known for lost in space. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery.